Welcome to Travel Chicks, where we talk travel, transformation, and inspiration. My name's Melissa. I'm the founder of Travel Chicks, and I want to let you know that it may be me, it may be one of our other travel chicks, but welcome on board this adventure. Please, if you love what you hear, like it, leave a review, and share this with your friends. We need to inspire more people to create their own travel story. Welcome back to another wonderful episode of Travel Talk, where we talk travel, transformation, and inspiration in hopes that it will inspire you to take action and book that next plane ticket off to a lovely destination. And today... I am so excited to have a special guest with us on the show, Fiona, who is the Director of Marketing and Partnerships with the Israel Ministry of Tourism. Welcome to the show, Fiona. Thank you so much for having me. It's great to see you again, Melissa. Amazing. So, you know, everybody wants to know about this ever-changing restrictions, regulations, you know, entry requirements of getting in to the countries. So my question, my very first question for you today is, as of right now, of course, you know, we know things will change. But as of right now, what are the entry requirements, you know, to get into Israel? The best thing um, about Israel, and it happens in the summer, is they've opened it to everyone. Everyone can travel to Israel. There's no restrictions. There's no isolation um, when you arrive. There's no testing requirements. So it's for vaccinated or unvaccinated are welcomed. Um, There's, uh, as I mentioned, no testing necessary. If you're there and you have testing requirements on your return um, to home, Uh, There are facilities that you can do that in Israel, but everything is wide open and welcomed um, for for all, Um, all ages. Okay, so this is amazing and incredible news. Now, I do want to clarify one thing. So if a passenger is unvaccinated, am I clear on they do not need to get an antigen or or PCR test to enter Israel? Correct. Yes. Wow. They, do, they are not tested. Um, so that that that's, I guess, it's, um, the add on is that there's no testing. So you're either vaccinated or unvaccinated. We're not going to request any proof of or anything. So it's open. It's open for you to travel to Israel and enjoy the beautiful beaches and and dive into the, the history. It's there for you. Woohoo! So I think a lot of Canadians are going to be excited to hear this information. Now, with this last year, we all know that travel has been picking up across every single part of the continent. And I want to ask you, with Israel, what kind of trends have you been noticing, you know, for the travelers coming over? Trends? Um, you, You know, we're the tried and true has resurged. Um, So the people coming for that faith-based group, the pilgrimages. um, So as a trend, that's been consistent. Mm -hmm. Um, And what's growing is the interest as a destination for spa, 
for discovery of history and um, archaeology. You can do digs in Israel. So there's a trend of looking for something different. Mm-hmm. And we're finding that uh, that there's lots to share when people ask for something that's different. There's there's new discoveries um, and experiences. The if you've heard of uh, kibbutz before, it's a very calming. Uh, I'm going to say location, but it's it's like a, a community inside of a botanical garden with um, with nature reserves around every corner. There's there's live animals that are just living amongst, and it's a beautiful way to spend a few days or a month, or even as we work from home and anywhere around the world. Mm-hmm. Um, that seems to be growing too as a trend is people are able to do what they do anywhere. And uh, kibbutz is actually quite an interesting way um, to place yourself and do everything that you do for work and still enjoy nature and discovery and hiking and activities um, mm. in Israel. So, so yeah, it's uh, it's for Canadians. It's, it's a destination that's kind of untapped um, we find that in the U.S., the resurge of travelers to Israel has returned to 2019 numbers, which we saw an unprecedented growth in 2019. Mm-hmm. We're about 30% behind in those numbers, but mm-hmm. people are returning. Wow. Yes. Uh, those nature reserves sound incredible. Yeah. And let's face it, people are needing mental health like rejuvenation, relaxation, and to kind of unplug to like recharge. Oh, absolutely. And I was there in June. And it was the first time I visited the Dead Sea. And yes, everything in the Dead Sea is dead. But so no mammals and no um, uh, plants and things. So it's a very clean, perfect, uh, calm, waters Mm -hmm. Um, but when you go in there's such a high um uh, salient content Mm -hmm. minerals um that when you leave uh the waters you feel rejuvenated like you had just done a three-hour massage spa um retreat it's it just has a natural way of bleeding into your body um not even just the water just the area the bromine bromine Mm -hmm. in the atmosphere just uh has such a health benefit um, just being there. Mm-hmm. It, it was an amazing experience. Um, and as I say, the, the waters are so calm and uh, you float because of that salt content. Mm-hmm. You're not able to, to sink. And so you float to the water and you can read a book while you're floating in the water. It's, it's just so calming and absolutely uh, uh, you, you get back that mental state that you didn't know was missing uh, mm-hmm. just by um, with the health benefits. Amazing. Now, I mean, of course, everyone thinks of Israel and wanting to do, you know, faith-based small group tours. And that's amazing. Um, would you say there is, because I've actually never visited Israel yet. I know we've sent tons of clients on some of these group tours and heard just raving reviews. Like, you need to experience it like words can't even describe what they experienced over there. But for our listeners who may have never traveled to Israel, what are some top things to do or not to miss that you could recommend? 
absolutely. And the faith-based, it's there. So one of the nice things about Israel, you could take all of the country and put it in Lake Ontario or uh, New Jersey. Um, uh, it's such a, a small country in that you could drive from top to bottom in five hours. So if you're cruising and you start your cruise in Haifa in Israel, you can do an easy pre, pre and post or post. Mm-hmm. Um, you can include Jerusalem with that faith-based or you go to the Sea of Galilee and that's um, got such a biblical history behind it. Mm-hmm. But the waters and do um, active, uh, I saw speed sca- sailing on the Sea of Galilee, which is actually a lake. It is, we'll appreciate as Canadians, it's such a deep, uh, dark color and clean and just the wind. Uh, it was so beautiful to be on that lake and the food um, and the hiking that are around in the, in the Golan Heights behind in the backdrop. So I would say hiking and um, water sports uh, act- activities uh, can be experienced uh, in a pre and post mm-hmm. or a tour from top to bottom. Include those historical sites, those those Town of Jesus um, sites, if you're interested in, in seeing that, that history or get really involved and do an archaeological dig, which are happening all the time, discoveries of archaeology is constant. Um, and the museum culture, there are 200 museums in Israel. Um, my favorite was Yad Vashem, which was such a moving um, uh, historical walk through what we uh, don't want to forget, but it's uh, it's the story of the Holocaust and a celebration of the survivors um, mm-hmm. and a, a beautiful museum. Um, I would definitely suggest doing that. But then You've got the nightlife in Tel Aviv, which transforms. So from the day, you've got wonderful markets, really bustling with people and shopping and anything from fruits and vegetables to um, knickknacks that you want to pick up or just spices. Spices, yes, and breads. Oh, my goodness. The breads are fantastic. But at night, it turns into such a vibrant music um, people dancing. I, when I was there, yes, you were walking through and there were um, the, the food sh- uh, sh- stalls turn into um, just a cafe. It has such a great cafe culture. Mm-hmm. Um, but then people will just break out into music. Someone will have a saxophone and they'll, they'll start playing music and you all of a sudden have a corner of a, like a nightclub. Um, so the markets are fantastic to experience. Um, and then the festivals, there's constantly festivals to enjoy because it has such an outdoor atmosphere. You're not inside, you're not in close contact in inside quarters. You're outdoors enjoying um, everything. Everything can be done. Mm, I can yeah. just like, I, I can visualize that right now. Like, it's almost like the olden days, you know, ladies used to gather in these little dance like halls and stuff. Yeah. And it's like that visualization as you were explaining that it's like the streets just turn into this like total atmosphere of like community and love and laughter. And yes, incredible. And and you can go back in history as far as the Roman times, because there's such a Roman, um, I mean, 
parts of Israel was built by the Romans. Um, and there was, uh, there was a, um, a, uh, I, what's the word? Um, anyway, it was a Roman Byzantine. It was like a city that was destroyed by an earthquake, but the ro- the ruins are there. And mm-hmm. to think during the, the summer months, it can get quite hot, but the Romans had made, and this is years, hundreds and hundreds of years ago, they made nat- um, steam baths, not without electricity. They had made um, steam baths that are still there to look at um, today, and it, it's uh, just a historical landmark to uh, to go back and, and to see what the world used to be. And so it is cool. The, it is the land of creation, and there's so much to discover. Mm. So, if you have uh, you know people or Canadians thinking about traveling to Israel, would you say what would you say is the best month to go? Um, any months, um, I would avoid the the core summer months because it does get hot. Yeah. Um, but Israel is sunny, 325 days, not to the day, but I do say 325 a year mm-hmm. uh, are sunny days. So you're not going to see uh, hurricane season or any kind of monsoon. Um, it is sunny and beautiful. And the temperature does go down, but light sweater or t-shirts for us Canadians who are used to really cold temperatures. Um, but uh, in Israel, they, uh, it is not, it doesn't trans, it doesn't transit uh, from really cold to really hot. It's pretty tempered throughout the year uh, okay. with the exception of July and August, which can get quite hot. Mm-hmm. Amazing. And the last question I have is what is safety like over there? Is there specific um, areas that people should avoid? Is it like, do women always have to wear like fully garbed, you know, cover their skin kind of um, outfits? Um, absolutely not. Um, it is a very westernized uh, country. Yeah. Um, m- many cultures as well. Um, there's uh, the parts that you would avoid are not tourist parts. So the Gaza Strip um, that you hear on the news, um, you wouldn't, you just wouldn't go there. Um, as a tourist, mm-hmm. but uh, but for dress for some of the religious sites, um, they would tell you in advance if they need to have um, uh, uh, pants or long dress yep. or sh- shoulders covered. Um, but those would be specific religious sites only. Mm-hmm. Otherwise, it's a very casual atmosphere. People tend to dress very casually, but but chic. Um, people, the Israelis like to look good and be, uh, be trendy, but, uh, absolutely casual is, is very comfortable and, and, uh, welcomed. Okay. And I believe you guys have a super informational website that people can check, check out and log on to. We do. And there are many other websites too, because in Israel, um, each, city or destination has its own tourism board Mm -hmm. so ours um, and specific to Canada you'll see lots of videos and inspiration but it's canadavisitisrael.com okay Um, but if you really want to drill into what festivals are happening or what's happening touristisrael.com.com also has um, great information the Dead Sea 
has uh, its own website. Jerusalem has its own website. Um, so there's a lot more that you can find online. But if you start at CanadaVisitIsrael.com, mm-hmm. you won't really need any more than that just to get inspired to go. It's so, so much great information there. Amazing. So there you have it, folks, our update with traveling to Israel. So as as we always say, if you have any questions or you're interested in booking a trip to Israel, make sure to fire off an email to travelchicks at info at travelchicks.ca. And Fiona, thank you for joining us today. It was such a great pleasure to hear all the cool stuff to do in Israel. Thank you so much, Melissa. I really appreciate the time and and interest in Israel. It's such a great place to go. Mm -hmm. All right, folks, until next time, stay inspired and don't let those dreams die for traveling.